Welcome to Good Hope Church with Pastor Billy Bryson. We praise God for every listener and ask that you like, follow, and rate this podcast so we can reach more people for the kingdom. I pray for open hearts, open ears, and the blood of Jesus to cover everyone that hears my voice. Now let's get into the word. Amen. We ask you to come with us in a new year, uh, new blessings to this church, to our pastor, Lord, as he continues to lead us, Lord, and our first lady, Lord, continue to bless our choir as they sing for us each and every Sunday. Lord, bless his members and those in attendance, those who are sick or shut in, Lord. Lord, we lift up our nation, Lord, and the world, Lord, and these wars that we're in. Lord, may you come to us and just help us stop these wars and to live a life for you. Lord, we just thank you for all your blessings. We lift up this offering to serve you first, Lord, and your kingdom. Lord, we just thank you for your praises and all your blessings you bestowed upon us and each and every day, Lord. We ask these things in your blessing. All praises be your name, Heavenly Father. Amen. Praise God. You all may be seated. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. I'm going to still work with Brother Kyle up there for we We're going to just try to flow a little bit in a different avenue here. Anybody have a testimony this morning that they'd like to share to the glory of God? Hallelujah. God ain't done nothing for nobody. I wouldn't serve him if he didn't do nothing for me. (laughs) David said, unless I had seen the goodness of God, I would have fainted. I'd have quit. I'd I'd have threw in the towel. Jigs up. I'm done. He said, unless I would have seen the goodness of God. How many have seen the goodness of God? Hallelujah. The Bible says, for we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimony, and we love not our lives even unto the death. Hallelujah. How many have a testimony? Glory to God. All right, sister. All right. Come on. Come on. Come on. So it's been a few months, but uh, I got him. All right. I got it. Okay. <laughs> um, as you can see, I have three children. Um, they're all pretty small. And my husband, Kyle, and I, we, uh, he's waving, you can't see him. But, you know, we make it a point to be an example to our children all day, every day. And every night we pray with them when we're putting them to sleep. And for a long time, our oldest refused to open up his mouth and speak and and pray and praise God. And so it really weighed heavy on me, and and I went to the Lord about it. And instantly, I mean, it probably took one or two days of me praying. This is a testimony about prayer, okay? You have to open up your mouth and ask God for something, and he'll do it. He's faithful, but you got to ask him. Ask and you shall receive, right? So I went to the Lord about it, and I asked him to touch him. 
whatever bondage is on him, whatever's hindering him from opening up his mouth, break it in the name of Jesus. And he, I mean, it had to have been the next day or two days later we were praying and he opened up his mouth and he praised and prayed to God. And it's been a few months now. Yes, hallelujah. It's been a few months, but every night he prays, and it's good prayer, guys, okay? I just got to tell you, we pray for the body all the time, and I, I, I hope you guys are doing the same, right? Because we need each other. Every single one of us is important to this body, and we need to lift each other up. So this is a testimony about my children, God's hand on our lives, and the favor of God. Ask, and you shall receive. Glory. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are going to just move on, but I, I, I know everybody here that loves God has a testimony. Amen. And it's important. It's important that you share your testimony because it's going to help somebody else overcome. Right? I mean, there ought to be three categories. We went over this before, but there ought to be three categories of praise report. Spirit, soul, and body. Somebody ought to have a financial testimony. Somebody ought to have a testimony how God has touched them in their body. Somebody else ought to be able to say, God allowed me to make it through a very difficult circumstance because I kept my mind stayed on him, and he kept me in perfect peace. You know, because a double-minded man can't receive from the Lord, right? The Bible says he's unstable in all his ways. Let not this man think that he'll receive anything from the Lord. So a sound mind will help you get a testimony. Keeping your mind stayed on the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? Praise the Lord. Brother, you, you have that song. We're going, I want you to just hear this song because we're going to tie this into the message. And uh, many of you have heard it before. Take it to the water. Body going under. And when I come up, I can feel the sun shining on my face. And like a janitor, you got me cleaned up. You made me a believer. The blind mark on my soul has been erased. And now that I've been with you.
Praise God. Amen. God bless you all this morning. You know, I'm, I'm really excited about the power of God and the authority of God that transforms my world as well as your world. Praise God. It's the power of God and the authority of God. The Bible said the kingdom of God is not in word, but it's in power. You need the power. The power will transform your world and the world around you. Amen. Praise the Lord. How many realize that we have the power? We have the power. Jesus is all-powerful. The name that's above every name. Keep living. The name that's above cancer. Poverty. The name that's against bondage. Jesus is that name. Glory to God. It's all in the name of Jesus. To set every captive free. It's all in the name of Jesus. The hostages will go free by the power of the name of Jesus. We're going to talk about that power, and there's specific things the Holy Spirit has given me to speak on in this last Sunday of 2023. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go in the Bible, Hebrews 4 and 15. I want to touch on this. The Holy Ghost kind of redirected some key scriptures for me during worship so that we can impart that to your spirit. Can you say amen? Glory to God. God's got a word for you today. I I welcome you into the presence of the Lord. Amen? You're going to get a word from the throne of grace today. Can you say amen? Say, I'm getting my word. Say it. I'm getting my word. I'm getting my word. God has a word for you. Yes, and all you that are watching by Facebook. Let's take a look here in Hebrews 4. And verse 15. Glory to God. It says, For we have not an high priest which can not be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. So in other words, everything that seems to be a simple weakness to us, God says, I'm touched, I'm moved by it. I have compassion for you concerning that. Everything. The feeling of our infirmity. He's talking about the world. He said, but was I also was in all points tempted just like you are, yet without sin. I I exercised dominion power from the throne of grace. Though he tried me, yet he failed. He came at me in every point like he's coming at the whole world, but he failed. Glory to God. It says, verse 16, Let us therefore come... What's that word? How do, you see, how do you see that word? Let us therefore come... What's boldly mean to you? Huh? Confident without no reserve. Brass. Just bold. You know somebody just bold, open their mouth, just... Anytime about everything, you know, or ain't afraid to take anything head on. That's bold. He tells us, church, because we have covenant with Almighty God. You have the privilege, 
you have the right, dominion right, to come boldly to the throne of grace. He said throne of grace. Think about throne of grace. I picture a throne. Now, in my mind's eye, I picture a throne. You know, we just passed through Christmas and all that and and, uh, all that commercial stuff. And I I picture a big arch. And there's two Santa Clauses standing there, one on the right and one on the left. And the throne of grace. And, And he's got a big bag. And he says, come boldly to the throne of grace because gracious, you're going to receive something you didn't deserve. Right? That's what grace means. You're getting something you didn't deserve. He says, come boldly to the throne of grace. Now there's two that are standing here in my mind's eye that are ready to get you something out of that bag. Come boldly to the throne of grace. First, that you might obtain mercy. You walk through the throne of grace so that you can receive mercy. And find grace to help in the time of need. So you're coming to the throne of grace. Grace is there. And it's sufficient. He says you're coming to the throne of grace to get mercy. And what is mercy? He's giving you something you don't deserve. Or he's, he's not giving you what you do deserve. He's not giving you what you do deserve. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for mercy. Come boldly to the throne of grace that you might obtain mercy. Say, I must obtain mercy. You cannot be saved or have redemption or the atoning of sins unless you receive mercy. Lamentations 3, 21 through 23, he speaks about the mercies of God are new every morning. Every morning God's mercy, he's not, he's withholding what you deserve. Oh boy, thank you Jesus. I thank God for his mercy. His mercies never cease. Thank you Jesus. All our righteousness is filthy rags. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not a one of us. But he says, if you get the mercy, you are now made the righteousness of God, which is in Christ Jesus. God's got to have a righteous people. You can't receive from God unless you have on the breastplate of righteousness. You really want to see from, receive from God? You, you better be bold about I'm righteous Amen. with confidence. Amen. Huh? Huh? You, you, you just believe your prayers are heard. Well, why are your prayers are heard? Because you're righteous. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Because of the blood of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know me. My wife knows me. I come to the altar often. To obtain mercy so I can obtain the, the grace that you might need. Huh? Thank you, Jesus. There's none righteous, no, not a one of us. 
So we ought to stay small in our own eyes. But we ought to have on the breastplate of righteous, part of your armor. Glory to God. Josh, you know what this is, brother? Okay. Uh, I, I, I try to bring this maybe once a year if I can. This is a hunting tool. This is a hunting tool for deer hunting in particular. It's called a blood tracker. You know, if you're in the woods and, uh, the, you know, it's a certain time of year, there's not any snow on the ground, and you shoot a deer, you can't find a deer, you're looking for a trail of blood. Amen. And this is called, somebody come up with this idea. It's blood hunter. It's a blood tracker. It'll highlight blood. I don't know if the police department has anything like this or not, but uh, hey, you got to go after them folks. Right? I don't know. Shoot the kill. I don't know. Do what you got to do. Put them down. Take them out. Huh? It's the real world. When you shoot a deer, you're going to have to maybe trail the blood. You see, when you find the blood you know that you've got your prey. Josh is lightening up over there. We experienced that this year. Big old pile of blood. There's the meat. Right over there. Blood tracker. This is a blood tracker. Now, if the Lord has washed you in His blood, there ought to be a trace of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ on your life. Okay? Blood tracker. And if there is no blood, if you've not been washed in the blood, then you're yet in your sins. Now, this is real spiritual. Because you've got to often, daily, be washed in the blood. Now, I'm going to help the body of Christ. Now, this specific message is for the last Sunday of the year because we're looking back over our lives and we think things over. There's been some mountain highs and there's been some valley lows. There's been some good days and there's been some struggles where we didn't do so good. I'm, I'm, looking, I'm taking inventory of my own life. We were in the spirit, and then we got in the flesh. We did good for a while, but then we may have stumbled and fell. But thank God we're still here. Come on and give yourself a big hand. <laughs> Hallelujah! And those that are watching, many of them desired to be here and couldn't be here. We pray for the sick and the shutting in. And those that are in many in covenant are not here because of different reasons. But some, it's sad but true, they're no longer walking in the grace of God. Their hearts were hardened through the deceitfulness and the deceivableness of sin. They have turned back and they're in fellowship no more. It's sad but true. And much of it is because we felt maybe God didn't come through. We might have had a quarrel with our brother or our sister We've taken our eyes off of Christ 
He says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And we begin to look at man, and man is imperfect at best. And so we got discouraged, and yet we've got offended. If you go through all the parables in the Bible, you'll find out it's through an offense. Many have turned and are no longer walking in fellowship. Most of the parables talk about how some have turned their back. They've left their first love. Proverbs 18 and 19. Let's take a look. Glory to God. It says, A brother offended is harder to be one than a strong city. And their contentions are like the bars of a castle. The devil will do everything he possibly can to allow you to get offended. The Bible tells us, Matthew 18 and 7, for time's sake, he says, Woe unto the world because of offenses. For it must needs be that offenses come. Why is it necessary? <laughs> Separates the believer from the unbeliever. The men from the boys, as it were. I've been in this for almost 40 years. And man, this is not an easy road. I look around and, and you know, of course, he's got 7,000 reserves somewhere that have never bowed. But I look around and the numbers are few. That will be fully persuaded to walk this thing out. It ain't easy. But you can do it. Because he said he would never leave you, neither would he forsake you. He had never put on you more than you're able to bear. He'll always make a way out of no way. Come on and talk to me up in here. Glory to God. There are more with you than those that are against you. He's talking about in spirit. The angel of the Lord encamps around about them that fear him, and he doth deliver them. That's why we want to be persistent in prayer. Because God hears the prayers of the righteous. His ear is open to their cry. So what's it take to be righteous? You just got to stay under the blood. Say, I got to stay under the blood. Under the blood, under the blood, under the blood. Because there's wonder-working power in the blood. The precious blood of the Lamb. You got to stay under the blood. Say, I got to stay under the blood. Glory to God. Thoughts, actions, words, and deeds. I got to put everything under the blood. It's got to be under the blood. The enemy can't touch you if you're under the Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. <laughs> oh, I just heard it in my spirit. Oh, yeah, he, he better not touch you. Huh? You stay under the blood. You have no fear. You stay under the blood. He's working everything for your good if you stay under the blood. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Proverbs 4 and 23 tells us to keep our hearts, for out of it are the issues of life. You've got to guard your heart. Don't get offended. And that's, that's a big deal. That's a real big deal. Because the Bible says in the last days, the love of many's hearts is going to grow cold. Well, they're going to be lovers of themselves. Boastful, blasphemers, proud, haughty, arrogant. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Let me ask the question, as we search your heart on the last, day, last Sunday of the year. Who did hinder you? that you should not obey the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's somebody persuaded to hinder you. But I guarantee you it's not that individual, it's a demonic power. For we wrestle not against natural flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness in high places. In high places, that means those are... Natural positions of authority. Same demon, but it's in the leaders. Natural or sometimes spiritual leaders. They got the wrong spirit. So we're not wrestling against individuals by name. We're wrestling against demonic powers or authorities whom we have power over. All you've got to do is confront that devil in the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus, I defy you. I break your power, your stronghold. I command you to bow to the name of, come on and talk to me. Sickness, poverty, and shame is a defeated foe. That's what affects your spirit, soul, and your body. You have authority over all the authority of the devil. Luke 10 and 19 You have power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. This is the eternal word of God that cannot be altered. But it must be demonstrated. The Bible tells us he that endure to the end shall be saved. Keep on keeping on. Look around. Just keep on keeping. Just keep on keeping on. For his glory. Says for his glory. Dedicate yourself. Present your body as a living sacrifice. Holy. Acceptable unto God. Which is his. Which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. By the renewing of the mind. That you can do what? That you can prove what is the good. And the acceptable. And the perfect will of God. You ought to have it going on. Three wills of God. There's three wills of God. To the believer, the good. He says, that's good. Oh, and that's that's acceptable. But this is the excellent, this is the perfect will of God. This is my best for you. The head and not the tail above only and never beneath. Look at the attitude of boldness. Because you recognize who you are in Him. Nothing of myself. 
You know where I come from, the other side of the tracks. Huh? There wasn't no tracks, it was a ditch. <laughs> hmm? Remember Mary? He, Mary said that he has exalted them of low degree. Isn't that what Mary said? My soul doth magnify the Lord, she says. He has put down the mighty and exalted them of low degree. This is, this is our God. If we trust him and take him at his word, the hostages will go free. Huh? It ain't nothing that... If, if, we'll, if we'll be declared righteous before God in exercise, I'm going to show you something here. I don't have the address. I don't need it. That's for you. The Bible says that the effectual, fervent prayer of a who? Of a righteous man avails a little bit. Just a little bit. What's the eternal word of God say? It avails much. Now let's back up. Selah. The effectual. Selah. There it is right there. The effectual. How does a prayer become effectual? You got to stay under the blood. You better be found under the blood with no residue. Come on. That's all our problems. I'm speaking to myself. You got to be calling on the blood of Jesus. You got to be at somebody's altar all the time confessing your sins and the sins of ignorance. That's how you really defy the That's how you really throw the de- the devil uh, under that cement truck. Are you strapping to the railroad tracks? Oh God, forgive me for my sins of ignorance. Look at this guy. He's repenting of something he doesn't even know. Yeah, because he can't see himself completely. You might think of three things, but the devil says, look, <laughs> but he's got all these other issues. You've got to continually call on the blood of Jesus. No residue. Say no residue. No residue. I give you me, Lord, God Almighty. Wash me as I shower with your word. Regenerate my mind with your word. No residue. I don't want any residue. You have favor with God above your neighbor. I'm just telling you, it's a, it, I want it to be a secret. But if you want favor, if you want to be the apple of his eye, glory to God. You want to be blessed and highly favored? Somebody say, oh, I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. I'm the disciple whom he loves. That's what John said. Boldness. Notice John wrote that. Didn't nobody else write that. John wrote that. 
I'm the disciple whom he loved. What about you? Huh? Say it. I'm the disciple whom he loves. Come on, talk to me. I'm the disciple. In this hour, glory to God. He can count on me. Huh? Whatever you need me to do, Lord. Buy a cup of coffee, give the gal a $4 tip. Make me any different. My wife's money. <laughs> Amen. Make me any difference. And you give her the money. And you'll keep money coming to her as long as I take it and give it away. He gave a seed to the. That's an inside joke. You'd had to been there. She looked at me. I give somebody a tip. I keep the change. <coughs> My money. So, quit being so stingy. <laughs> he gave a seed to the sower. You keep blessing somebody, you can't beat God's giving. No matter how you try, the more you give, the more He gives to you. So just keep on. My mom didn't know I had that song down in my spirit. I heard that since I was a little tired. They sing that over Sunday after Sunday. You take up the offer. 40, 50 years later, you hear that song come out. But you know, I practice that. And I don't have need of nothing. Huh? The word works. Because it worked the word. John 15 and 6. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you ask what you will. Thank you, Lord, for them hostages coming home in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for the best gifts in 2024. For your glory, Lord. Huh? Thank you that I can eat the good of the land. In 2024, for your glory. The effectual fervent prayer, the effectual prayer, is that somebody comes boldly to the throne of grace, or how about even saying grace? Lord, thank you for this food that I'm about to receive. Lord, that it will grant me strength so I can glorify your name in the earth. Thank you, Lord, that this food gives me the strength so that I can boldly proclaim your truth throughout all the world. Sanctified for nourishment and strength, health and strength for my physical flesh. Thank you for this next meal, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Psalm 66. Let's take a look. I hope I'm helping you. I feel strength being imparted to your spirit with power. The Bible tells us we ought to receive the word word of faith with power. You ought to walk out them doors and be able to walk all over that devil. 
You can whoop him on every, every time he decides he wants to look at you, he's looking to run. The word of faith with power, glory to God. If the Bible's true that you have authority over all the power of the enemy. Psalm 66, let's look at verse 18. Glory to God. It says, if I, the believer, regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. I added that believer because David was a believer, right? He's a worshiper. But he understood something. He said, I, if I hold on to something, the Lord, <laughs> he starts tuning me out. God don't care who you are. No flesh can dwell in his presence. And Mark eleven twenty five, 25, it says, when you stand praying, forgive. If you don't forgive, I can't forgive you. If you don't walk in mercy, I can't give you mercy. So he says, if I regard iniquity, the Lord will not hear me. But verily God hath heard me, he hath attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, which hath not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. You see how mercy's wrapped all up in this thing? You gotta have mercy. He died on a cross. He went there in your place that you might have eternal life. You receive eternal life, you start living that moment. You receive His Spirit inside of you, you start to live. You start to defy what destroys life. That's the forces of hell. And so He tells you here, He said, the Lord will hear me when I pray. The Bible says, everyone that asketh, that's prayer, receiveth. Everyone. That's declared righteous. How many declared righteous? By the blood of Jesus. Glory to God. You ought to have this confidence. Glory to God. Romans 8 and verse 1. Everybody know that one? There is therefore, right now, right now, at this moment, no condemnation to those who are in this thing. Huh? There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, the things of this world, but after the Spirit. Of the living God. For the law. You got it? Yes. Would you read it? Yes. For the law of the spirit of life is in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Two laws. 
For the law of the spirit of life, the Zoe life of God, that means you got it going on. Spirit, soul, and body. And if you've got an area of infirmity, he's already, he's already defeated that devil for you. Hebrews 4 and 16. Right? So don't think, oh, I, I, I got to put up with this. You don't. The devil's saying, I hope you don't get a revelation because you really don't have to put up with that. I'm going to dump this on anybody that don't get a revelation. He said, for the law of the spirit of life that's in Christ Jesus has made me, past tense, it has made me free from the law of sin and death. It has made me free. When you got born again, you got the, you got the gift. You got the package of Jesus. Just keep unraveling it until you find in there you're healed from head to toe. And guess what? I'm blessed wherever I go. Huh? Whatever I put in my hand, I can quit this job and get another. Somebody think, I can't quit this job. Well, who told you that? Well, I, 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 I don't know how to do anything else. You got Jesus. Right? Huh? Go back to Deuteronomy 28, verse 13 verse. Whatever you put your hand to, he said he'd bless it. Huh? He'll work a wonder. Huh? Amen. Change is going to come. Just keep holding on. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So, God is already ordained for you to be blessed. Keep unraveling the gift of Christ. It's all in there. Spirit, soul, and body. Uh, in the new year, we're going to teach much on healing. I have learned and I've seen some things in the Word of God. I, I've had people leave because I teach on what the Bible says. You know, about certain elements of the body. You read it. You do what the Bible says, you get healed. I mean, I'm still trying to get myself healed in areas. So I've got to continue to stay under the blood. So I can activate the effective prayer. Philemon 6, for time's sake, he tells us that if we'll acknowledge every good thing that was, which is in Christ Jesus, we'll have everything that he's designed for our lives by acknowledging every good thing that's in us that's in him. Philemon 6. Just acknowledge it. God, you did this for me. With your stripes I'm healed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I have a bright future. Goodness, goodness. Goodness means goodness. Goodness and mercy is going to follow me how often? You mean every day? I can expect, <laughs> I can expect something good every day? Isn't that what the Bible says? What's the address of that? Cut the devil's tongue out. You got to know where it's at. Psalm 23 and 6. Goodness and mercy shall follow me. You need to get some of this. Right? You got to be bold about it. Glory to God. He wrote this for you. The Bible says these things were written for our learning. That through patience, perseverance, and comfort, comfort of the scriptures, we've got hope. 
Welcome to Good Hope. The word works for me, it'll work for you. Just whoop that devil with the word, for it is written, for it is written. Glory to God. Glory to God. 23rd Psalm in the third verse, it says, He restoreth my soul. He restoreth my soul. My will, my mind, and my emotions. He restoreth my soul. Selah. You need to get your soul restored. Start working the word so it'll work on your soul. Now y'all got y'all y'all probably see this thing by now. I'm a whole lot bigger on the outside than I am physically. Huh? Smith Wigglesworth, who raised the dead, kicked a baby that had his hands at its shoulders, an infant that was had issues. He laid the baby down and he kicked that baby. And when that baby landed, all the limbs were completely whole. That's called the miracle, the gift of faith. I'm gift of miracles. Of course, the gift of faith was accompanied with that. Right? If God tell you to set the baby on the ground, he tell you to kick that baby, it's going to take you some faith. Accompanied with the gift of miracles. Well, who is Smith Wigglesworth? He's just like you and me. Trying to take God at his word. There's no difference between him and you. Or Paul or Peter. They were trying to get under Peter's very saddle. To get healed. That's in the Bible. Somebody would love to get under your saddle. Get next to you. To get a portion of what you've got. When you defy the devil with the blood of Jesus. Huh? Sister, you got a whole lot of talent in you. Multiple talents in you. But Kiana, is that, is that what you're talking about? Hey! <laughs> Give the pastor some props. I remember her name. Multiple talents and giftings in you. You are, I hate to put it like this, but you're way ahead of your time. And you've always been that way. Super smart, in other words. Very gifted, very unique with multiple talents and giftings. You can pick up something like that. Just pick it up. You can read it well and pick it up. You'll excel in the things of God. But you've got an enemy that's tried very hard from birth to hinder you from receiving what God has. For you. You're, a, you're a, uh, a Ruth. And you have many traits of what Moses went through. And the reason you're here today is because God's just trying to shed a little light on some things in your life. To break the discouragement. To eradicate the voices that have said you can't make it. There's no hope to make it. But God says, daughter, I preserved you. Because you're special. Let's give her a big hand. Multiple, multiple gifts. Multiple talents. 
great reward with that. Eternal if you use it for God. But many times it's got to be identified. I remember prophesying to a guy. I said, I see you playing stringed instruments. He looked at me and reared back. I said, yeah, you know, stringed instrument. I, I, I just see it. What was it, six months later? Less than six months later. He's playing the bass guitar. But he didn't agree with, he didn't believe in prophecy. Must be an old covenant. Keeping him from hearing it. But the day will come and you're going to pull, I see two small ones that are close to you, younger than you, that you're going to pull them through by the authority of God. You're going to pull them through. Because they're, they're going different directions. and they, they, There seems to be a bleak future, but God says, you're going to pull them through. And you're going to do it with a kind word because you've got influence. Glory to God. And all those voices that tried to, that have over, that are elderly, that had influence in your life, you're going to sift what is good and what's right and what's proper. You're going to sift through all that. And right now, I shut down all those loud voices that you've seen and you've been exposed to. I shut them down that have tried to hinder you in your upbringing. Anger and violence. I'm sh- I shut it down in the name of Jesus. You'll not hear that any longer. I, I-, I see you kind of like as a, what's your name, Alicia Keys? I see you as one that has beautiful music that can come out of you. I see it. And if I see it, I'm only seeing in part. And I've been doing this for 30 years. Throwing the stone and not missing. So what I'm doing, I know what I'm doing. And God says, daughter, if I'm just seeing a part of it, He'll never give me the whole picture. But He'll give confirmation to you that you can stand up by the authority of of God's Word and start whooping that devil. Because there is no weapon formed against you that can prosper. You see that? I want her up here with me. You know that? And there's another little young lady that was supposed to have been up here with you that you're to train. But when I do this, I want you to see what I'm doing because if she can see it, discern it, she can do it too. And you can do it. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let me back away from that. Hallelujah. Let's take a look here in the Word of God. Just a couple more before we go. 3 John 1 and 2. Very familiar, but I want you to get this, get a new look at this. And the subject today, I didn't give it to you, which that's kind of my way I do things. Uh, it's, it's, the subject today is called uh, a call to favor. We're looking back over 23. It's done. God's called you to favor. Your experiences will help mold you, and you're really, wait a minute, the devil's trying to walk all over. 
you're going to recognize in 24, we're, there's some great powerful things coming in 24 to the church. Yes. It'll be revealed to you what to do, how to handle situations. Anybody have that address? 3 John 1. 3 John. Yes, ma'am. 1. First chapter, second verse. You got it? All right. Go ahead. Y'all see that? Y'all got that? Where'd Kyle go? It ain't on the screen. First, the first word there is it's, it's powerful. He said, beloved. Now, God don't call everybody beloved. There are some that are scoundrels. They're not in covenant. These are under the, they've accepted, accepted the Lord as their personal Savior. Say, I got covenant. I might have done a lot of things, but I got covenant. I turned my life over 30, what, 39 years ago. I'm in covenant. Now, if I activate the covenant, I'll start manifesting the blessing. He says, beloved. These are covenant people. I wish above all things, say all things, that you may prosper. And the word prosper means have a good journey. You can be driving a brand new car and all of a sudden the computer shut down that thing and then what? You're on the side of the road with the hood up. You know? You're not having a good journey. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Even as thy soul prospereth. And the only way it's going to prosper is if we have no residue. I don't care what you've done or what, where you've been, what, what's happened. If you just say, Father, I just, I just turn it all over to you. As, as Billy, in, the, in the Billy Graham days, you just come just as I am, as a soul, just as I am. Come just as you are. The song we sing, turn it over to Jesus. And he'll make it all right. You just surrender to him. Surrender it all to it. Put it all at the altar. God, I give you me. I mean, I looked at my year. I had some good days. Man, there some times I thought, wow, I really messed that up. Big time. You know? I thank you for the mercy and the blood of Jesus. One thing a preacher better know is the mercy and the blood of Jesus. Because I work every day. I get mad like everybody else. People don't show up, don't do this, don't do that. Or, you know, I don't feel good. I, it's just the same deal. And they expect so much out of you. But I can be confident because of the mercy of God. Right?
Hebrews 10.35. We'll read this one and we'll shut it down. Hebrews 10.35. It says, Cast not away therefore your confidence which hath Great recompense of reward. So, it's through confidence you receive great reward. And the only way that you can have confidence is continually stay washed. You cleanse your conscience. Now, I'm going to share this with you because I can there are some illnesses that seemingly older people get. Uh, what is it when you lose your mind? What is that? Uh, all time? How you say that? Old timers? Huh? All timers and dementia. All timers now. A lot of this stuff that I will teach you because of the prophet anointing, you're not going to hear in other churches because I'm always looking at root causes. A prophet teaches, the Bible says, believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Second Chronicles 20 and 20. Believe also in his prophets or the prophet anointing or prophetess anointing, so shall you prosper. Have a good journey. So the way we study the Bible is different than the actual pastor, preacher, whoever. Alzheimer's and dementia, I believe some of the root causes of this is the manifestation of bitter fruit. Wouldn't you say? I mean, that's not God's best, right? You're supposed to have a sound mind, right? Hello out there. Y'all sleep or what? Uh, so, if, you, all, and this is not every situation. So, I mean, somebody may call or write, and I'll, I'll, I'll deal with that. But there are situations where if you don't keep a repentant heart and a repentant mind, you condemn your conscience. You defy your conscience. So, you're constantly fighting against your conscience. You have to fight against your conscience to do evil. The Lord told, smote Paul, knocked him off his beast and said, hey, you're kicking against the pricks. The pricking of the heart. Have to deal with you in the mind before it gets to your heart. So Paul was religious, but he was fighting against God He was kicking against the conviction of God. And I believe it leads to dementia and Alzheimer's because you lose your mind. Now let me ask you this here. What kind of mind does the devil have? He's the biggest insane fool there ever was. Thought that he could exalt himself above God. Literally, he's insane. 
Do you see what I'm seeing in this? I don't know if you, maybe you can't see it. But if the first thing I'm going to do is start with repentance. You clear your conscience. You sleep good at night, right? Huh? The Bible says the wicked flee when no man pursues them. I mean, these police officers know this stuff. First thing they do is they'll rob a place and they'll take off running. The conscience. Hmm? And so David experienced all this when he did his dirty deed. He felt like his, his bones were even rottening and the marrow of his bones was going. All this is in for our learning. So if we keep our confidence, our confidence as the righteousness of God, and it's only by the blood of Jesus, you know, the Bible says that's why agree with thine adversary quickly while you're in the way. Lest he deliver you to the judge and the, ju- the officer, then the officer deliver you to the judge. I think I got it right. So it's a downward spiral. Keep your conscience clean. Repent if you missed it. Come on now. Young people, stay under the blood. I ain't going there. Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. Stay under the blood. You stay under the blood, keep a clean conscience, you'll have favor with God. Amen. How many want the favor of God? In 2024. Huh? It's coming. We're going to talk much about the favor of God next month, next week, and uh, how, to get the, how to get the victory out the gate. Huh? How to keep the victory, huh? How to run your race that is set before you. Come on, stand to your feet. Father, we thank you for the privilege of your word. And we're going to open the altar up if you're here today. And uh, you may have never made a public confession of Christ. You may have never accepted him as your Lord and your personal Savior. I want you to just bow your heads. Close your eyes. I want you to examine yourself. I'm asking you, all of you, the question. Have you made a personal and a public confession of accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior? If you haven't, you need to do this because this is what the Bible teaches. Jesus told his disciples as he was training them, he said, hey, if you confess me before men, I will also confess you before my Father and the holy angels when I'm on the other side. He said, if you deny me before men, I will also deny you before my Father and the holy angels. So that's why we want you to make a public confession. Now, you know me. I want to be open to you, and I want you to be open to God. And God is speaking to your hearts if you've never done this. 
So at this moment, I'd like for you to, while everybody's got their heads bowed and their eyes closed, raise your hand if you have never made a public confession. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow's not promised. But one thing is, we'll all stand before God. And He'll ask us about this day, this moment, this time. It's all recorded every day of our lives. So, a public confession. Those of you that raise your hands, are you willing to make a public confession and accept Jesus Christ? Grab somebody. They'll come up here with you. Okay? Ask them if they'll come up here with you if you're if you need somebody to do that, okay? Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Today's the day of salvation. Amen. Today is the day. Glory to God. Young man, you want to come up? You want to come up? Have your big brother come up with you. Let's give him a big hand. This is how you walk all over the devil. This is how you walk all over him. Put him to an open shame. This young man raised his hand. Today's a good day to get saved. Let's give him another big hand. Mama, you want to come on up? Praise the Lord. Anybody else want to come on up? Just come on up if you've never done it. Make it, make it easy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Appreciate you coming on up. Come on up, wife. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My wife's coming up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to ask this sister over here to come up. Come on up and help us pray. She's coming up. You come up too. I want you to come up. And, and brother, you come on up too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I want everybody to come on up. Come on up, everybody. Come on up. Let's get it right. Let's get it right. We're just going to go through a little prayer, all right? Public confession. And the reason why I believe the Lord wants everybody to come up, so you'll know that we're with you. Yes. Okay. Let's pray. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. This day, this moment, I receive you as my Lord and as my Savior. Thank you for redeeming me. Today, I confess you as the Lord of my life and the Savior of my soul. Forgive me and wash me with your precious blood. From the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Thank you for redemption, for eternal life right now. 
I receive it into my spirit. And my life, I yield to you so that you can have full benefit and I can have great results on this side and eternal life on the other side. I thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. That means it's done. Come on and thank him, boy. Glory. Hallelujah. The Bible says that all the angels rejoice when somebody turns their heart to God. We thank God for this day and for your salvation. Glory to God. May God bless you. May God keep you. Let's stay in contact so we can help equip you to have victory every day for the rest of your life on this side. Because now you have eternal life in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Sister Nina. Sounds real good. Thank you, church. God bless you. Till we meet again. Facebook, God bless you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Can you turn this off? Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to like, comment, and share. We love you all. And God bless. May there be peace.